Welcome to Work is Good, a CSM podcast. My name is Landon Buto, and I host the show with my dad, Chris Buto, the owner and president at CSM. Today's episode is a conversation I had with my dad about time blocking, which is a recent habit he's taken up of just scheduling things onto his regular daily schedule and making sure they get done by actually putting them on his calendar and blocking off time for them specifically. It's something he's taken up recently and seen a ton of success in and and actually been able to grow his business a lot because of it. And he gives a few recommendations uh, for anyone interested in taking up a similar habit. And before we get into the conversation, just a quick reminder uh, that if you are a listener, we really appreciate you and uh, would love the chance to, to do business with you whenever you have any mortgage needs in Washington or Idaho. Please reach out to us using the, the link in the description or going to our website and finding out how to contact us there. And if you are a listener from anywhere else, we'd be happy to connect you with some professionals that we trust in other states. Thanks for listening, and please enjoy this episode. All right, Dad, we are talking about time blocking this week, hearing a little bit about your experience with that because you've made some efforts to focus on that recently, so I wanted to hear how that's been and what motivated that. So you want to just introduce kind of how that started? Yeah, yeah, you bet. I mean, I mean this is not a, a novel concept. This has been around for a very long time, yes, the idea of basically taking your calendar and blocking out segments that are regular and consistent for activities that you want to be regular and consistent in, in performing. Yeah. And um, and, it, and it's, it doesn't, you know, it's not going to apply to someone who's in a manufacturing assembly line job because that's already all laid out for you. You know, you go to a certain station and things are going to come by you and you're going to have to do those things. And right. that's true of a lot of different types of work, not just manufacturing. Um, but but it's you know it's it's really for anyone who's responsible for their own schedule essentially and and you can use it for coaching others as well but for salespeople especially you know we have really every week you can approach it like a blank canvas and 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 a lot of times you know for most of my career that's kind of what I did you know I arrive at Monday and go okay what do I do and I have a general idea right but I don't really have a really carefully orchestrated plan and and that means that I'm just not being as efficient so the idea of time blocking is you say okay I've got these certain activities that I want to accomplish every week and I want to devote so much time to each of those activities and so I'm just going to block out certain times of each day um, in order to do those things. Yeah. What moved you to start doing that if you've been for most of your career just kind of more open about it? Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I, I definitely sort of candidly, you know, the market slowed way down. And yeah. so when, whenever that happens, you know, when the, when the market slows way down, it, it really kind of forces you to rethink, okay, what am I doing? What can I do better? And, and I also, so one of the things I did is I signed up for some coaching, hmm. you know, uh, Mortgage Marketing Animals, great, you know, great company, great organization. And, and they, you know, they build their whole system around what's called the daily success plan. And a daily success plan is just kind of a clever name for a calendar blocking system mm-hmm. where you have certain activities that you're going to perform on certain days. And, and so I, I just, I started to look at that and said, yeah, I need to, um, you know, I need to grow my business. I, I need to lean into this down year and work harder at prospecting and developing you know, uh, better business opportunities, more business opportunities. And I knew that I had to do something different than just sort of passively let my past clients call or every once in a while call on right. a realtor. 
Um, and so that's what motivated that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it almost seems like, like if you really have no, no oversight, no like accountability beyond yourself, it almost seems like you're, you're just, which is not too far from what I'm doing right now. And I don't, I don't have a super consistent setup like that. Um, but it almost seems like you just don't have the option to not have something like that right. because you know you can have a you can have a checklist and and uh the things you know you need to get done but it's hard for that to incorporate everything um and so uh, i guess my uh, a question i would have there because i've tried a version of that a couple of times and every time it's been maybe it's just that I I haven't held to it like I should but once I get there it's like no this was a bad this I I didn't think about this or I scheduled too much or too specifically Um, so how have you evaluated whether you have the right schedule or whether you should keep it how have you held yourself to it no that's great yeah so kind of part of what you're kind of speaking to is the difference between motivation and resolve you know, you can be motivated to do something, but motivation is kind of tied to your emotions, you know, mm-hmm. to your feelings. And you can get whipped up to do something. Motivation is a good thing and, mm-hmm. and necessary, but motivation isn't always, you know, motivation isn't constant. And and so what you need to do is have a resolve, and you need to have a resolve. That's how it worked with me anyway, is, is I, I came to the position of saying that, you know, the, you've heard me talk about this, you know, the scripture a lot, you know, Ecclesiastes 11, 4 through 6. You know, he who observes the clouds, you know, who, he, he who observes the winds will not sow. He who regards the clouds will not reap. In the morning sow your seed, in the evening do not withhold your hand, for you do not know which will prosper. And I skipped some in between. But basically there's that idea of you, you we are commanded to do this. And mm-hmm. so what I resolved was that this isn't really a choice. And, and so then you have to believe in the things that you've you've structured to do, right? right? And I think that's that, and that's one of the big benefits of calendar blocking is it forces you to step back and say, okay, what are the things that are really important for me to do that I can that I can resolve to do all the time, mm-hmm. you know, to be committed, never to miss doing these things. And so it really forces you, instead of just every week saying, yeah, I should probably do some sales calls, it forces you to step back and say, okay, what sort of sales calling should I do? How much time do I need to devote to that? How should I structure that? And so it really helps you to, to reflect upon what you're doing and then make the most of that because you haven't just sort of showed up and started doing some things that have produced some success in the past yeah but you know aren't consistently being done in right. a manner to optimize that process in the future yeah yeah and how and this may vary uh, by design but how detailed have you gotten in terms of what you have scheduled is it just sales calls from this time to this time or is it um, you know, do you break it up into more specific tasks? Um, and are those the only thing you're scheduling or are you time blocking other things as well? Yeah, those are, those are all great questions. And, and one of the things I want to step back at and just saying that, you know, these 
the, the idea is to get a little bit better every day. You know, yeah. so, so like when I first approached this, the idea is I've tried blocking before. I've never yeah. gotten to the point as far as I've gotten down at all, you know, this time. And I've been doing it for a couple of months now and, and very consistently. Um, and and so, so first of all, I would just say that, you know, just start doing something. You know, start small and and yeah. and, and just you know, just set a goal for just improving a little bit every something day. Something that you're going to hold yourself to. Something yeah. small. Yeah. And and so for me, it became you know because I this is where coaching came in. You know, I, I had a coaching organization that said, hey, these are things that work. We have this thing called the daily success plan, and basically it's just four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday different emphases each day you know so on monday is is you're focusing on realtors developing relationships with realtors so you have a group that you're prospecting in my case it's 30 realtors that i'm prospecting i have 12 weeks that i'm calling them every mm. week you know even if i just get their voicemail or if i get them and my goal is to set an appointment with them to then go deeper with them and then call for business you know yeah so it's all of that is Every week I, on Mondays, I'm calling 30 realtors, hmm. plus I'm calling any realtors that I have existing relationships with, and I'm asking for the business. Hmm. You know, and, and those that I don't have a relationship with, I'm asking if I can have a 15, 20-minute coffee with them to hmm. just learn about what they're doing, how they're being so successful, because I've stratified this list. So it's very, it's very specific, yeah. very detailed. That's on Monday. On Tuesday, I'm calling my existing pipeline. You know, any borrowers that I have in, in the process right now, I'm calling the borrower, the co-borrower, the listing agent, the, the selling agent, the escrow officer, and the transaction, updating everybody on what's going on. And I'm asking for the business. Hmm. You know, and that's one of the emphases of this process that caused me to step back and say, you know, I have to ask for the business. I don't right. hardly ever do that. Hmm. I, I it's, it's sort of inferred in mm -hmm. many of my conversations, but I need to ask for it. And so that's one of the benefits of having this structure. It's not just about the calendar. It's about the thought that goes into what am I doing and what should I be doing and when should I be doing that? Yeah. And so, you know, Tuesdays at Wednesday, which happens to be today, is my database. I'm calling through my database over the course of a year four times so that happens to be two letters a week hmm. two letters of the alphabet every week i've got my database stratified that way so it's week number eight it just comes up all of those people yeah. and again that's that structure that's because i put it on my calendar then i then i look at my calendar and i go oh i'm supposed to call all the j's you know and you know and k's this week and so i better have a system in place where i can just pull them up where i'm not kind of just going through right. my database trying to find all those at the moment. That's already there, the list is ready, it was ready yesterday, it was ready last week. And so it's forced me to go in and stratify and structure things in such a right. way yeah. that, that preparation you know, ahead of time makes a big I difference. can go then and really lean into that time and make the most of that time and not have excuses. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I Going back to the, the habit conversation we had a little bit, um, and I, we may have even talked about this in that conversation, but just remember a nugget that I took away from that book is that when you have a plan of what you're going to do and where you're going to do it and when you're going to do it, um, that takes care of the mental energy that you would put into coming up with th those decisions right. when you would do that thing. It, if it's sales calls and if you know you're going to do them on Monday, and then you get to Monday and it's kind of in the back of your mind and you're thinking through when you should do it and who you should call and things like that. You put all your sales call energy into planning that right. instead of making the calls. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it seems like 
you, you don't think of that as necessarily that that big of a difference, but right. over time, five days a week, having done that planning ahead of time would make a big difference. Seems yeah. Like. yeah. Yeah. So for yourself or uh, for yourself two months ago or six months ago yeah. or whenever you kind of started on this direction or for someone else in sales or, or a similarly um, unstructured position, what is one, one first step you would recommend and one warning you would give for along the way, something you, you didn't expect for along the way? Yeah, I, I would say, um, you know, the, the thing I would recommend is, you know, I don't, I don't know what industry, you know, everybody, you know, there's, there's obviously supplies very broadly, but find other people who have done it, hmm. you know, because you know, that's, that's, that's something that helped me enormously because it's one thing to say, okay, I want to calendar my day and yeah. have those vague notions of I should be doing these things. But really, if you find other people who have done it well, look for people who have done it well in your same industry. And, you know, almost invariably, you know, people who are you know, at the top of their game, if you come say, look, I, I, I see you're just amazing at this. Can I, can I learn from you? you know, yeah. can, I, can, I, can I learn a little bit about what you're doing and, you know, how you're structuring things and what you're doing? You know, find somebody like that hmm. because I think that will help you to find those activities because you have to find activities that, that, right. that you believe in. Yep. You know, and I say that's probably the biggest thing is just find an activity that you believe will be productive. Mm -hmm. Now, for me, you know, I believe these would be productive, but I was still, I had this big call resistance. It's that fear thing. Yeah. You know, I, re I regard the wind, I regard the rain, and I don't sow. You know, and so I don't reap. Um, and and so find an activity you believe in because then then you can deal with the fear straight on. You know, when you talk about all that energy that goes into when you arrive that day and you haven't really thought mm -hmm. it all through, you know, that gives that fear plenty of time to kind of give you reasons not to do. Yeah. Whereas if you've got it all planned out, it's just the list and, and you've said, I'm resolved to do this, yeah. you really have no excuses, you know. Yep. So find, find an activity you believe yep. in and then find people who have done it well, you know, in your profession that who are doing it well, and then just start to build that structure. And, and and then the other thing is understand, you know, the compound effect that this is almost anything you're going to do. And, and, you know, we're talking again, very, very broadly, but I think this is very true. Almost anything you're going to do isn't going to produce immediate results. Right. It yeah. compounds though. It really does like these podcasts, you know, yeah. they compound over time. And, you know, the first one you do may be amazing, it may be like brilliant and way better than the twentieth one you do, but the twentieth one's going to have a lot more impact. Yeah, you know because yeah. you've had all that compounding interest and activities. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And any anything that you've learned along the way that would have been helpful, or any surprise along the way, or just notes. You know. You know what I would say, and I'm gonna. You know, this is very sort of provincial to, to you know, it's true of many sales. Let's call it sales. You know, the, all salespeople deal with call reluctance. Yeah. You know, the idea of we, we all know what it feels like to be cold called. We don't want to call, you know, we don't want to be the, you know, dishing that out. Mm -hmm. you know? And um, and I would definitely say that um, it it just gets easier with practice. Yeah. You know, it, it, hmm. it's, it's, I don't, you know, I think you do get better at it, but I don't think that's the main reason. You just get more comfortable with it. Yeah. You get more comfortable understanding that, no, this is my job. And, and there are, you know, there are better and worse ways to approach those sorts of things, you know, and, and so having other people who've done it help you think through, okay, how do you approach someone, you yeah. know, for this kind of opportunity you're selling? Um, um, but, 
but it gets easier over time. I would say that's what that's one of the things I think I've, and, and I heard other people say that. Right. You know, it didn't help the first time yeah. I made the call. The yeah. third time I made the call, I still felt awkward and yep. mealy mouth. But it definitely, looking back, you know, kind of two short months later, go, yeah, you know what? It, it is easier. I, I don't have that same level of call, res- you know, call re- reluctance. I still, every day, it's like, okay, you yeah. know, I don't love this, yep. but I'm learning to love it. Yeah. yeah. So. Cool. That's great. Awesome. Well, that's helpful. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for listening to Work is Good. If you enjoyed it, share it with someone else, leave a review, and listen next week.